This is the Blaze the Lion podcast. I am your host, far from humble, Blaze, Blaze the Lion. <laughs> yes, indeed. This month's theme is DJs. Oh, yes, oh, yes. But before we get into that, right now, whatever you're doing, do me a favor. Actually, I need three favors, three favors. Here we go. Favor number one. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Tell a damn friend about mm-hmm. the Blaze the Lion podcast. We are live right now on YouTube. All right. Second favor. Click like. Like this episode. All right. This is episode 54. And subscribe to the channel, the Blaze the Lion podcast. Okay. And favorite three. There we go. It's terrible. Favorite three. <laughs> favorite three. Have fun. All right. Have some fun with it. This is not a documentary. This is not a lecture. We just kicking it, man. We here to have fun. I got some special guests right here. We're gonna learn. We're gonna laugh. So enjoy it. Feel free to ask questions to me, the host or to the guests, jump in on the discussion. Have fun with it, man. Life is too short. Yes, yes, indeed. Nice. So, with all that said, we are right now live on YouTube and on Facebook on Ice Squad TV. Shout out to Ice Squad. Hmm. Also, if you want to get down with the movement, you love what's going on, and you want to support, you want to give me some of your hard-earned money, guess what? I will take it, gladly. All right, we got three tiers to be a monthly contributor for as little as 99 cents per month. First tier, second tier is 4.99, and third tier is 9.99. And you get the Blazer Line Podcast t-shirts which I'm not wearing mine today because of who our guests are. But you're gonna be down with the movement. You get to support what's going on. I'm bringing you this platform to showcase others, all right? From what they're doing in the community, what they're doing around the world. Yes, indeed. So I wanna say welcome. If you're a longtime listener or if you're brand new, welcome either way. Yes, yes, yes. See people in the chat right now. Shout out to Giselle. She got money bags on her mind. Shout out to Country Jenkins. I don't know who that is, but he says, you. Shout out to Star Child Social. She also has money on her mind and in her eyes. And one time again for Country Jenkins, shouting out Ice Squad. <coughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Tonight's guest. Hmm. Are some young brothers? I think they're young. They might I'm be young. older than me. Oh no! <laughs> no, I think I'm younger than you. They look younger than me, but oh no! I don't look younger than you, but I'm younger than you. <laughs> Tonight's guests. <laughs> we have two, two guests tonight. Both of these brothers here, rep Ice Squad. Hey, we have that in common. And yes, they are both DJs. 
They are both dope in their craft, but they are different. They have their own different unique styles. They have their own different unique personalities. They have their own look. You have smoke from the gutter, from the project steps. You know what I'm saying? Ducking from shootouts and all of that. With a bucket of church's chicken in his dead. <laughs> and we got smooth. Also from the gutter. From the pissy hallways in New York City. <laughs> Once again, talented brothers. These are my brothers for sure. They represent truth. They represent skills. And they love the craft. They love music as a whole. And their contribution to this music scene is vast, is major, but it's nowhere near done. So before I formally introduce these brothers, I just want to tell them thank you for just all they're doing to impact lives in this world because time's hard and music is that conduit to bring peace, to bring unity, you know, like to bring love. So you all are changing lives, whether you're told this on a regular basis or not. So just remember that. All right, so for tonight's guest, episode 54, we have none other than <coughs> uh, Super Celeb DJ Smoke Dow. Hey. Yes, sir. That's Welcome me, live in the flesh. You already know. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, we also have DJ Smooth the Rough. How's everyone doing? What's going on? Definitely honored to be, you know, here in the party. Definitely. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. So welcome, welcome. So we're gonna kick back and just have some fun with it. Indeed. You sure? Yeah. We good? No filters, man. No Be filters. you. Oh man. Nah. Man. Nah. nah, come on. I got I gotta I gotta keep the ice principle, so I gotta keep Well, the yes, ice. yes, because Pop is watching. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> now we get if we get DJ Smoke from the club on here. Uh uh. Oh man, it's a whole different party then. Uh uh. Uh oh. Well, <laughs> you know, feel free to give a little snippet of that, but you know, <clears throat> at your discretion. All right. I got you. Got yes, you. yes, yes. So let's get right into this. DJing, what brought you all to the art of DJing? Whoever wants to go first. Um, I'll go first, man. You know, for me, um i really consider myself hip-hop you know um i'm a child of it and i've went through every single element of it you know from MCing to b-boying graffiti knowledge itself um djing um all that stuff and this just happened to really be i would say my first iteration of hip-hop when it hit me was with DJing when I saw that and from DJing that's when I 
you know, moved into rapping at one point. Then I moved into the dancing part, definitely the fashion part, the art side of it, the graffiti. So I'm, you know, always been involved with music, but these two turntables, you know, I am hip hop. You know, I say that to the core, no matter all the things that I've done in my life, it's come from that foundation. You know, even my faith, you know, my faith is rooted in, you know, that hip hop mindset and lifestyle. Um, even me professionally, you know, how I move on the business end is with a mindset from hip hop. So that's how I got started. That was my first bug was DJing, but I traveled through the whole, all the elements. So, you know, to be doing it now full time, you know, that's all I'm doing right now, DJing and music, you know, that that's just like full circle. So yeah, it bit me when I was, I want to say eight or nine when I first oh, wow. got bit the bug. You know what I'm saying? Um middle school was when, you know, formed our crew, little crew that we had and we was performing around the city a little bit. Went to the military, then when I got out, you know, I was like, yo, I'm gonna really make a run for this. So mm. that's how I got into it and that's why I'm in it right now. Mm. Mm. Just in that small well, snippet there. There are so many phases. Wow. Well, as for me, um, I didn't originally start a DJing when I first found out about, like, you know, wanting to do it. Um, I had a passion for music growing up. Um, by the time I was in the uh, ninth grade, I knew how to play 12 musical instruments, oh, uh, and I just added on. But um, I remember coming up as a child, running on 15th Avenue in Miami, Florida. Um, I remember one day I was outside playing with a couple of my homies, and um, we all walked up to 15th Avenue because we heard that the big DJ was up there. The big DJ at the time was DJ Uncle Al. Mm-hmm. And um, my homeboy say, man, they say Uncle Al be doing it big, man. He be doing it real big. And I say, man, all right, let's go check it out. We go up there, we see all the ladies, booties, everywhere. Like, whew. Like, we came to a stock market. <laughs> and, um, we messed around and he was on top, on top of a U-Haul truck, big turntables, everything. Wires hanging all the way off the truck going to the speakers and he had a wall of speakers and this happened like right in front of Miracles. Miracles is a, is a hot spot in Miami when you come to Miami, you want you some good, some good hood, seafood, or something like that, you go to Miracles, and, and that's where everybody used to go at on the weekends to, to hang out. And I looked up and seen this man, and it was like, man, wow. It was like watching, you know, when they when they say watching a master at work, it was like watching a master at work because he was cutting records. And this was when they had real turntables when, you know, 
when they had to, you know, bump it with their hip a little bit just to make sure they get it on beat, you know, and he <laughs> he was so good with it, and um, that just, like, blew me away. Mm. But I didn't originally, you know, when I seen him, I was, like, 11 to 12 years old. Um, I took another route to get to DJing. I actually started off as an artist. I was in a rap group um, in high school called the first family and we actually got signed to ekg records but we never produced nothing never put nothing out because the whole label went into bankruptcy um after they didn't produce nothing with um the guy they was um trying to push at the time and um yeah i i laid low for a little while i went to college and when i came home i was working at mcdonald's and these guys from 97.7, which is known as Perfone DJs, they used to always come in McDonald's. And everybody used to be like, oh, that's the DJ boys. And they go come do my party and everything. So I, in order to try to get to know them, I would start giving them free food. Like when they would come in and order and stuff like that, I'd be like, nah, fellas, don't worry about it. It's on me or whatever. So then one day the dude pulled me aside. He said, man, what you want from me? He said, because you're not giving me free food just to give me free food. You want something. And I say, man, I keep on hearing every time y'all walk in the door, they'll go to DJs. I say, I want that type of attention, too. I mean, I get attention as a manager at McDonald's, you know, whatever the case may be. But that's for food. I want them to be hyped because I, you know, know how to make them. So he say, you want to learn how to DJ? I say, man, I love music already. He say, all right, cool. Bring me a CD book and bring me 500 blanks. I said, okay. I went and bought a big case CD book, bought a big one, big case of the, the, the blank CDs. I took it to him. He said, all right, come back and see me in a week. I went back to see him in a week. He said, all right, now this is what I need you to do. I need you to go buy another case just like this and 500 more CDs. I said, all right, cool. I went and gave it to him. He said, come see me in a week. I went and seen him in a week. He say, listen, this is what I need you to do, right? I need you to buy me another case like this, right? 500 more CDs. I say, man, listen, you trying to make me buy CDs for y'all to sell. I need a CD book so I can DJ and I want to learn how to DJ. And he was like, all right, cool. Go get you a CD book and bring blank CDs and be up here tomorrow morning and we're going to burn you a fresh book. Okay, cool. Burn me a fresh book. And he was like, okay, cool. We're going to put you with somebody this weekend so you can go and do a party. All of a sudden, the big man was like, no, nah, I don't want no new guys. No new guys. And I'm like, man, I'll do whatever to, you know, just, you know, chill around y'all so I can learn how to do it. So they, they wind up putting me on the dance squad. So I wind up being a booty shaker for about a good year. And then... They let me DJ, and from there, they just left. And that was in my later years. I didn't start really DJing until I was 21. So okay, yeah. wow. Both stories very interesting. <laughs> very yeah. different. I feel like I didn't even know you all until now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. 
But yeah, that's how I got started, man. I gave them dudes a thousand CDs and two cases before I even could burn my own book. <laughs> mm. Now, Amazing. speak about that because artists, DJs, and not just in music, just in, in general, people start a new business, they get into a new industry, and they feel entitled. They feel that they are dope and they don't need to pay dues. They don't need to be the apprentice. They don't need to be the intern. Well, how do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yo, yo, look. Go ahead, go, you, you want to take over that was smooth or you want yeah, to anyone that is successful anyone that's doing anything how about anything if you're going to do anything for a while like any career any profession you got to put your work in yo there's no such thing in this world where you just instantly get it you know what i mean like even if you hit the lottery you still got to go through some steps to get the money that's first of all then you gotta go through a lot more steps to keep the money. You know what I'm saying? Yo, and even in the Bible, yo, God was like, yo, Adam, you're gonna work. You're gonna work for the rest <laughs> of your life. You know what I'm saying? So people need to get off of this, like, this crazy mindset. Like, they ain't gonna pay no dues. You know what I'm saying? Like, even people that got money and resources, you still gonna pay dues. You're gonna waste a lot of something. You know what I mean? But if we really think about it and keep it 100, and I know I'm getting heated over this, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sick of saying it. You want to keep it 100. You know, people have to stop thinking that what they see on social media, mm. there's so much more backstory to one post. You know what I'm saying? They ain't see the bloopers of the video. They didn't see the messed up shots for that one shot that made it on there. Yo, mm -hmm. it takes work and sacrifice, man. That's like whatever anyone does, no matter what, it takes work and sacrifice. But here's the beauty of it. You know, Very we true. all can make our own choices on what we want to sacrifice and the work towards. We can all make that choice. That's the beautiful part about it. So if you want to be like super, super successful, you're going to have to give up a lot. You're going to have to like, you know, not do a few things. You have to do a lot of things, but it's still your choice. Hmm. That's true. I had to pay my dues. I I think I paid my dues in a different way because, um, man, I did a lot of hard work, man. Like... <laughs> Y'all don't know, y'all don't know, um, like, it's crazy when you going somewhere to do something and you know you supposed to be over there with that crowd, but you over here with this crowd, but you know you got to be over here with this crowd for right now just to get over there with that crowd, mm. and um, that's how I kind of felt, but, you know, I did it. Uh, along the way, I learned some other things that helped me along the way. Um, I learned how to be patient from that. Um, I actually learned how to um, become a good DJ because the guy who I actually paid attention to and I was following, he was like, you know, um, the big guy on campus, um, DJ Toto. Um, shout out to DJ Toto and um, G Money. Those were the guys that I followed. 
and um, they made me work, man. I would have to unload the whole truck of speakers, like set everything up, run all the wires, and I still didn't DJ. I still had to sit back and watch Toto. So, you know, um, yeah, man, you gotta pay dues some 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 way or another. Sometimes you pay easy dues, sometimes you pay hard dues, but you gotta pay dues. Gotta pay dues. Yeah, yeah, I got a question though for you, Smoke, though. Is that, you know, because I'm not from around here, you know what I mean? I'm not from Miami at all. But is that like a rite of passage here, you know, when people got the unload trucks, um, carry speakers and all? <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not going to necessarily say it's a rite of passage, but you know, when you first when you first like back in those days, you had to you had like 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 Blaze say it's levels to certain things. Back when you got first started, level 1 was to become a speaker boy. So you toting speakers, you putting them on the truck, you unloading them at the parties, you setting them down. That's 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 first level. Second level, um, you learn how to hook stuff up, run chords and everything like that. Then the third level is actually DJing. So it's like, yeah, you gotta go through that down here. And they don't do it like that no more because now nine times out of ten, a lot of DJs are a lot more mobile. So they use more compact equipment. So mm -hmm. now it's just like, you know, hey, I want a DJ. Okay, well, come on, I'm going to teach you. Back then, man, let me tell you something. The man who run Pure Funk, Bo the Lover, he will put you through a boot camp. Do you hear me? He makes sure you physically prepared, mentally prepared, emotionally prepared, but you got to put that work in. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Nowadays, most DJs don't even have crates. Everything is in the laptop. You're right. <laughs> Everything. Absolutely. Very, very different. It is. But even the greatest, even Jay Z, even Tupac carried crates, <laughs> had to pay dues. It didn't matter how talented they were, they still had to pay dues. They had to play the background and just learn and soak it up. So it makes total sense. But nowadays, yes, with social media, they're like, man, I want that. And I want that in two months. I want that by this weekend. Yeah. And they find their way to get money and they're on. And it's like... Yeah. But you haven't learned anything. You don't even, you know. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you Man, know. I, I can tell you, listen, I, all I can say is now, now it is, it's so much more easier to become anything with the way that technology has advanced our lives. It's easy for you to do anything nowadays. Um, I, I look at some of the programs they got on these computers. You push a button and everything fall right in place for you. And then you just go ahead and do what you do and send it where you go send it. You know, a lot of small businesses and everything. Online shops have been started 
um, within this past two years. So, and technology make everything so easy to access and makes everything so obtainable. So you don't really have to do no work. Now you can sit at home and watch a couple YouTube videos. And before you know it, you can go on somebody control deck and be like, yeah, I know how to do that. And ain't never touch it. But the minute you touch it, you gonna know what to do with it because you've been sitting up watching YouTube videos all week. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't no real work behind it because I don't even watch YouTube videos. I, I learn how to, I sit there, read the manual for my board, find out what buttons do what, and then I get on it and I start, you know, as they would say, self-teaching. You feel me? So I don't like to take the easy way out because then if I take the easy way out, I'm going to continue to keep taking the easy way out, whether it's from DJing, um, trying to put tracks together, playlists together. I'm always trying to take the easy way out of it. The easy way is using the internet, letting them use their mind to put everything in order for you. And I, don't, I just don't like doing that. I wish we were still on regular turntables like back in the days, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, times have changed. Man, times have changed. Times have changed. And even me as a, as a personal trainer, I used to see these fitness, well, not even fitness. I would see these ladies and they were models and former porn stars and all this. And they become a, and they become a personal trainer and they have all of his clientele and they're looked upon like fitness gurus and i'm like you just started this you just had that clientele from whatever else you were doing previously and now you got the book deals and now you get this and now you're on tv and and then us trainers who have been in this business 10 years 15 years 20 years prior to social media and all this stuff like, yeah but you you know that's that's how the game was set up though because you know like back in the days when um when artists first came out they was known as the the, the local drug dealers mm -hmm. and because they had some good product when people heard they was rapping you know it was like okay i support his little weed and Koki be selling, but you know, let me check his music out, and then you know, you get you get people to listen to you and give you an ear like that. So it it always been about bringing your previous clientele from whatever you was doing before mm -hmm. into your future endeavors. So you know, I know a couple a couple guys who done started party running businesses down here who used to be drug dealers, yeah. <laughs> and everybody who used to purchase drugs from them. Now they purchasing tables and chairs from them. You know, I mean, but I I don't think that DJing is easy huh? now. I don't think DJing is easier now by no means. And and the reason why I say that is because the human element of DJing is still the most important thing. It's not about what button to push. It's not about what scratches to do. Um, it's not about the records that get dropped. It's the human element. It's 
you know, DJs have a style. And if you can make your style come through without saying a word, but letting whatever you're doing on the turntables kind of emit that style, that's not easy. That's something that takes a long time. So in the case of the personal trainer, yeah, yo, they may have been, have been a, you know, a movie star or porn star or whatever, and then they transitioning over to this. But if they establish something that kind of makes sense and that resonates with people, that that takes that takes a lot. You know what I'm saying? I, my hat goes off to them. I'm not saying that they may be my top 20 or my top 10, but I still have to respect what they have built. And that's what I'm saying. Same with DJs. Even though all this technology is here, if I don't know how to use it to convey the message that I'm trying to give off or the vibe that I'm trying to get give off, then this means nothing. It could just sit here, collect dust, and it'll be nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like DJing is harder than ever. And then here's my last one, and I'll stay on the DJing. People now, like the average human being listens to a ton of music, a ton of music. So they come to an event and a DJ has to somehow resonate with every single person that listens to music that is not on primetime radio and make them feel like I had the best time of my life. You can't play every song in the repertoire. You know what I mean? You only got an hour or two or three at a party. So the DJ has to go into his mind and figure out how am I going to weave this experience together with all this music that I have and know about. You know, I'm from New York. I'm spinning down here in Miami. I can't be rocking New York jazz. I got to be doing what the people want. You know what I'm saying? So before I know what the people want, I got to go out there and listen. I got to be like standing in the cut. Seeing what people respond to and taking notes when I'm going to see other DJ, yo, that's not easy, yo. I rocked, um, I just did a, uh, an event three weeks ago. All I played was like soft rock, like rock, man, like classic rock, and I was killing it. But yo, it took me like two weeks. I had to like get freshen up on what was popping, what's popping in classic rock. You see what I'm saying? So it's not easy. Man. I don't think it's easy by no means. Technically, we can do a lot more, but as far as being easy, it's harder. Anybody that want to be a DJ, you're going to have to pay your dues on the, on the, like the mind side. You know what I mean? How you use this stuff. That, that's not easy. That's, that can sometimes be debilitating. You know when I learn the most is when I fail the most. That's when I learn the most. Mm -hmm. That part. That part. <laughs> that part. Knowing your your audience, as someone who's a speaker as well in Toastmaster, and I've competed and I've won speeches. I've won speech contests. You know when the audience like, oh my god, like you're so amazing. But then I'll take that same speech. Mm -hmm. and speak it in a different crowd to a different location and it bombs and they're like what is this what is this about i didn't get it so just like smooth said he had to do his research prior to that event <coughs> you have to know your audience now if you're just playing one location to one circle 
maybe, but still, overall, um, knowing your audience, knowing your venue, and even if you're in the same location, there still may be so many different personalities and so many different crowds in that same location. Because you go to New York, right? And you rock a party in New York and you're playing 90s music, 90s hip hop music in New York and you killing it. <clears throat> and you go to another venue in New York and they ain't trying to hear old school 90s music. They want what's current, they want the new stuff. And a lot of the New York music now is somewhat drill music, somewhat down south, you know, it's a whole mixture. So you, you have to do your research. Definitely. And that's the, that's the professional side of this profession. Um, you know, when, yo, this is my formula, and I'm not saying that this is everyone's formula, but every hour that I play a certain genre, it takes me two hours at least to prepare for it. Mm. But that means that two to three hours to prepare for it. So that means if I'm doing an event and I'm spending it for four hours, that means that, you know, man, almost 24 hours, two to, you know, two to four, two to, two to four hours, 24 hours I'm going to spend before that. I'm not saying the like whole day. Right. But collectively, leading up to the event, I know this is my formula that I have to put in the work to get everything ready so I can kill that event. But I also leave room, you know, for, you know, reading the room and all that type of stuff. But I go in there with a pretty good game plan, you know, on what I'm going to do. And it takes me. So if I'm only spending 20 minutes, it's going to take me like two hours to get that together. And that's crazy, man. Like, when I learned that, I was like, yo, this is a lot of work, man. I be having to tell my family, like, yo, sorry, but, you know, I, I, I got to go and, like, prepare for this thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sorry. I just can't show up, open up the laptop, and get it going. You know? Yeah, I could do it maybe, but I like to prepare for my stuff. You know, because I want to be ready for anything. I want to be ready to do anybody's party. A Bollywood party, a Tino party, you know, straight merengue. You know, 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s. I'm that dude. I will do it. I'll say, yeah, I'll be there. <coughs> and I'll kill it. You know what I mean? Because I just know how to study. You know, that's what I learned how to do. I know how to study and find me. Find what's popular. You know what I mean? I, I know how to do that. Yeah. On that same note. business on social media platforms and at star child social through research and planning we create converting posts and stories that attract your ideal client taking that weight off your shoulders enabling you to focus on achieving your goals for your business check us out for a free consultation at www.starchildsocial.com star child social holding your hand through this ever-changing world of social media dj smooth you look ready you want to give us a little sample? You want to give us a little mix? Oh, me? You know, I was so not expecting that right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm going to say, boy, Smooth, you, you look like you hooked yeah. up ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Uh -huh. All right. 
If I can get my scratches as clean as, as smooth scratches is, boy, DJ Khaled better watch out for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, I mean, it's, you know, that's the cool thing about it, man. It's always stuff to learn. Like today I spent an hour and a half trying to learn a new scratch. I mean, I, I still ain't get it. I've been working on it for over a year. Still working on it. Still have things to do. And I'm not saying that I do that every event that I do, you know, it's just something that I love to do. Um, it's just, I like to show off those type things. But do I use that when I'm like doing a, you know, a rock event or if I'm opening up for, you know, someone, nah, man, I'm just, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm playing my role and, and doing what I'm supposed to do. When I'm, when I'm ready to have fun like that, then I'll do it, you know, but not, not all the time. That's just something. <coughs> hmm with that said, I know they like to put DJs in a box. Right? <laughs> so for each of you, is there a certain favorite niche or what kind of DJ would you call yourself or what are you referring to overall? Um I started I started in the streets doing house parties, um, hood parties and stuff like that. So um, I would say that I'm more like a street DJ and a club DJ. Um, my style is, is normally like very upfront. Um, I'm normally playing like a lot of hip hop, a lot of rap. A lot of hardcore rap so yeah i was i would say but i i am definitely into my old school my my 90s groove 80s and things like that but the settings that i'm in right now is majority of house parties and clubs gotcha gotcha yo for me um i would just say that i'm a dj um i could rock a party rock an event doesn't matter what it is uh, I guess they would call me an open format turntablist if, if I had to ever like formally classify me. Um, I could do the clubs. I could do radio, do radio now. Um, I could do gospel. I could do, you know, EDM. I could do hip hop. 
I could do, uh, you know, Neil Cole, old school, like I said, 70s, classic rock. So I'm just, I really am that guy that you call when you just want your event, your party to be unique. I'm that guy to call because I just bring just a whole plethora of ideas and um, magic to the event because I'm there to provide the soundtrack. I'm not there to like be the center stage. I can do that, don't get me wrong, but I'm there to provide the soundtrack. So you may find me one day of the week, I may be on a radio station. And then another day of the week, you know, I'll be playing with a band, you know, like a live band, an eight, nine piece band. Mm-hmm. And then another day you'll find me, yeah, I'll be geeking somebody's party in their backyard. And then another day you'll find me, I'll be at, you know, Margaritaville or Hollywood, you know, doing one of their events in New Year's Eve me. So I'm just that guy. Like, I take all those things as a challenge. I'm just that guy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think we just lost smoke, and I was just about to ask him to do something for me. He'll he shall return, huh? All right. So, <coughs> oh, there he goes. He's back. There we go, sir. <laughs> Welcome back. My bad. So, my bad. My sound had went out for a minute. I had to go back, go out, and come back in. My bad. No, no worries. No worries. So for smoke, you have a distinct sound. Part of the reason why you're a DJ slash artist slash hype man. So as Smooth gave us a little sample of some of his skills, share that voice, share that excitement when you're on the mic, that DJ smoke voice. Well, I'm gonna put it like this, y'all. Um, when I when I get ready to get on that mic, <coughs> first off, before I even get on the mic, I need a whole pack of candy, and I need a floor where I can scratch out for like ten minutes, and then he ain't lying, y'all. He not and lying. Then, <laughs> and then after that. And then after that, I got to walk around with the serious face a little bit so people will know it's time to get down to business. So when you see me come out the green room, I be like this. And then when I get on the mic, guess what happened, y'all? <laughs> it turned into this right here. What's really going on, y'all? It's your main man, Super Celeb DJ Smoke Dog, and I'm right here with the Ice Squad member himself, Blaze the Lion. It's what we do, y'all. It's Ice Squad, Ice Principle, Integrity, Character, Excellence, all at its finest right here, right now. Yours truly, Super Celeb DJ Smoke. Let's go. <coughs> yes, sir. Everybody don't have that voice. Nope. Man, people used to tell me, people, people told me that I had a radio voice. And um, I told them I didn't believe them. And then uh, one of the guys from the from from the um, DJ said I was with at the time. They had an underground radio station, so they put me on late night. And um, yeah, evidently I had the voice. I was the people's choice. 
<laughs> in the chat, Sasha wants to know what kind of candy? What kind of what? Candy. What's your what candy kind of color? candy? Uh, uh, I'm like um, I'm like a Starburst type of guy. Um, I like Starburst. Anything that can give me like that juice feel when I bite into it. So like Starburst. <laughs> Um, Skittles. <laughs> Catch the rainbow, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Starburst, Skittles, um, chocolate. That's what makes me jump up and down. So if you bring me some chocolate, that means you really want me to show out. Because chocolate had me bouncing. That's, you know, last show, I had some chocolate when we did the youth fair. And I mean, I was all over the stage. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> so... So because I had a boot on and you took over. You was yeah. on it. Yeah, definitely, man. I I didn't do that, but you know, um send me about send me about three packs of Starburst and me and you'll be good. Matter of fact, you send me you send me three packs of Starburst and I'ma send you a signed autograph. I'm gonna send you a signed autograph ice squad shirt. Oh. <laughs> Well, I make, now she's make asking, sure I sign it for you, huh? What color? Now she's asking, do you have a favorite color, Starburst? Uh, what color Starburst? Um, I'm 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 a tropical guy because I'm I'm from the Caribbeans. My family is from the Bahamas, so I'm a tropical guy. So if you get the tropical, whether Starburst or 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 Skittles, we good. You you send them my way. Three packs of Starburst, tropical. And I got a signed autograph Ice Squad shirt for you. There you have it. And Sasha just said, it's almost that time. Do y'all know what time it is? What time it is? Time it is. Time it is. Y'all know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? Tell me time what time. Color time. Color time. Color time. Color time. <laughs> hey, hey, it's color time. All right. So, in this segment of the show, this is where I, the host, will give various colors. And you, my guest, will say whatever comes to mind. It can be spiritual, it can be damn near evil, it can be <laughs> logical. It can be metaphoric. It can be weird. Whatever. There is no right or wrong answer. For example, I may say the color brown. One guest may say, oh, chocolate. Another guest might say dog poop. <laughs> there is no right or wrong answer. It's whatever comes to your mind oh, at man. that time. All right. Are you brothers ready? Ready. Yeah, we ready. All right, here we go. First color is for smooth. <clears throat> this color is royal blue. Y'all, royal blue is what I'm wearing, yo. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not my favorite color. It, it's one of the hardest ones, but it is the one that pops you know, when you see it. And that's me. Like, 
when you see me, you know, like a pop. You like, yo, that dude is going somewhere with this. Like, yo, he royal blue in there. <laughs> well, for me, no, 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 no. You get a totally different color. Oh wow. Uh huh. For you, let's give you something tropical. Let's go with yellow. Oh, yellow. Oh man, when I think about yellow, Sasha, don't laugh at me. She might laugh. When I think about yellow, I think about daisies. Um, flowers, the daisy flowers. They're so beautiful. And then um I I think about my sexy BBWs out there that look like the sun when they put on the yellow dress. <laughs> you know, you know, I love my BBWs. They put on the yellow. You know that that's a sundress. <laughs> that's a real sundress. <laughs> One time for the BBWs. BBW. Yes, sir. Yo, Dan. Two time, two time. All right, back to smooth. Here we go. Your second color is. Let's stay on blue, but let's do a a midnight blue. <laughs> yo, midnight blue is the color of this triangle bond. But um, yo, that's the midnight blue is the color of success. Mm. That's why I really am feeling midnight blue. I just think of like deep rooted success. Like wouldn't say generational, not that deep, but just meaning like the the grind is 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 bringing forth a lot of fruit so it's like ambassadorship like you know royalty you know what i mean it's just when you see royal blue is i mean not royal but when you see that midnight it's just deep and stoic and you know professional that's that's what i think mm. all right all right smoke dog mm. your color is we're gonna stay with the tropical theme. Let's go with a Hawaiian pink. Hawaiian pink? Hawaiian pink. When I think about Hawaiian pink, I think about um that's the color that I'm wearing on the next the next cruise we grow we go on. Okay. I was gonna do flamingo pink. But I might soften it up and do some Hawaiian pink. So, yeah, I might do that. I'm, I'm going to do Hawaiian pink. Yeah, yeah. Hawaiian pink is a very, you know, it's a beautiful color. Would you do the, the Hawaiian pink with Tim's or with loafers? Ooh. If I'm wearing mm. long pants, I do it with the Tim's. Short pants, I do it with the loafers. I want the loafers to have a little um, buckle theme. Right across the front, like the kind that used to come out of Payless. My mama used to make me wear those to church when we couldn't get the hard bottoms. We had to get the loafers. They got the little thing come up in the back on the hill, make it look like um the Puerto Rican man's shoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Y'all know the little shoes the Puerto Ricans be wearing. <coughs> hey, papi. Yeah, man, I got my new shoes on, man. I do it, my man. 
So yeah, give me some Puerto Rican poppy shoes. If I got some shorts, give me the Puerto Rican poppies. I want, I want the, I want the pink ones too. That got the black bottom, so the little black could be on the back. You know, if you having a little thing on the back of the heel, and it'd be like the little ridgy thing. That's cool. <laughs> we going y'all, back. Y'all Google that Puerto Rican poppy shoes. They gonna come up. I'm sure they will. <laughs> I don't deny it at all. <laughs> Going back to smooth, final color for smooth. Hmm. Let's go with. Let's go with a fluorescent white. Fluorescent white. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, yo, that's like the unknown. You know what I mean, like. When I think about fluorescent white, I just think about like what's in that direction. You know what I mean? Like that must be the next level, almost like at the end <laughs> when you see the bright light, go to the light. <laughs> but it's like the next level of uh, mystery. That's what I think of. Mm. White light, and that's not. I don't know if I want that white light yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not ready yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see that yet. I don't want to be like, you know, I see the bright light and I'm looking around at everybody like, yo, y'all see that? <laughs> but you don't want to ask because you wonder if that's just for you. Right. <laughs> be like, yo, wait a minute. That, that light a little too bright over there. Yo. Like, is that just for me, bud? Yeah. All right. And now back to smoke. Smoke your final color. Oh, somebody put alien fluorescent white. Hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's a new <laughs> color there. Look up, and the next thing you know, you're floating like Kanye. You're gone. That's a new color right there. <coughs> yeah. Floating with your back down, like. <laughs> ah. Hopefully, you live to tell about it. Mm-mm. I hear that aliens are actually pretty nice. They are not like the movies. In any case. Yeah. All I right. Wanna, I, I don't know. I don't mess with the aliens. <coughs> Even though I be. think one I I think I think an alien came and took me one time, but yeah, that's beyond the point. Well come on, what's my last color? Well, we'll get in that to that next time on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, smoke the final color. Let's go with a burgundy. Burgundy? Mm-hmm. Um Burgundy. The year was 2006. Uh I walked inside of a Foot Locker, and I seen some burgundy Adidas motorsport shoes. And it was Adidas with the bubble gum, the, the, the burgundy with the bubble gum. And I had to have those shoes. And I wanted them so bad that I got them a half size too small just to make sure I had them. 
because they didn't have them in my size. So when I think of burgundy, I think about how many times my feet were hurting when I put on them, the Adidas motocross. That was a size eight and a half instead of nine and a half, like they should have been. Yeah, it's not worse than having hurt feet in shoes that are too small. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I've been there too. Everybody. Man, my feet was hurting in them things, but I wore them things, and they told somebody lied and said they supposed to be real comfortable, and I was like, I couldn't agree with you. <laughs> but then again, but then again, I couldn't agree with them because I didn't have my size. Yeah, and I still wore them too. They said yeah. that they get looser, you know, as you wear them. But nah, they lied. But when you got they a lied. full size smaller, listen. Them oh, shoes hurt my feet so much, I would only wear them when I knew I was riding in the car with somebody. <laughs> if I had to be on foot and go somewhere, oh, no. No, 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 no. Be walking down the street looking like Ancient Mammy. <laughs> Who's Mammy? Ancient Mammy. Oh. Like Ain't Joe Mammy? The, the real black lady that used to be on the movies back in the days who used to have uh, all the rollers in her head. Uh, she used to have a real stink walk. You ever want to see me with a snake walk? Buy me some shoes that's too small. <laughs> well, Sasha, there you go. Size eight and a half. <laughs> I need a nine and a half, but you want to see me walk stink? Give me an eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you really going to have to give me a flow after that show because I'm hitting the flow as soon as we come off stage. Like I damn near did when we came off at the sand drill. <laughs> mm. You see, I had to walk off for a second. Listen, smoke. No, not smoke. Smooth. You got a question in the chat. Okay. DJ Smooth, can you tell us about the national DJ competition you're currently in? Ooh. Oh, okay. So you know, one of my one of my goals in 2021 was to put myself out there and start competing in some DJ competitions. They had this one that came up. I don't even know how I found out about it, but it was for college students. And I'm in school right now in Miami-Dade College for um, music production. And um, so I entered into the college um, competition um, and I am currently, I made it past the first round. I won decisively, I'm in the next round. They just closed it off right before Christmas. But the great thing about this um, competition is um, if I win, um, I get to choose a charity of my choice to share my winnings with. And the charity that I'm choosing is the Circle of Brotherhood because hey. I really have been watching them from the sidelines and have seen how they have really made an impact and I really was most impressed when we went through the summer of the George Floyd protests and the things that they were doing. Um, and that's when I was like, yo, these are, this is a for real group. And to be able to spin, do tricks, and I'm learning, you know, in that too, um, learning new things to, to try to win. Um, it feels good to like know that if I win um, as I progress, so I'm in the sweet 16 right now. So there's only 16 left. Um, but to know that if I win, when I win, because um, I'm definitely going to compete all the way down to the last, I'm going to be in the semis for sure. Um, but to know like, yo, I have a charity 
that's going to benefit as well. That that really is giving me like a little extra um, to really take it to the next level. So I'm really, really proud of them. And I'm proud to be kind of representing them too, because I'm serious about my people. I'm serious about organizations that want to allow my people to rise to another level, um, like Ice Squad, like Circle of Brotherhood. And so that's what that competition is about. It's definitely about skill. But if I win, I'm able to split my earnings and, you know, give the Circle of Brotherhood just another audience that they would have never, people would have never known. And this is a national competition. So I'm, I'm in the eastern region, eastern, southern eastern region, but it's the entire United States of, of DJs and colleges that are, that are competing. So that's what's up. Nice, nice, nice. You have a follow-up question. <coughs> Is how can they support you? Like, what can we do to help you win or to help you advance? Um, you know, follow me on social media. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, DJ Smooth The Rough. Uh, my artist page, or you can follow me on IG, Instagram, um, the number one DJ Smooth. So one DJ Smooth spelled with a V as in victory. Um, smooth, that's how New Yorkers say it. Um, but yeah, you can follow me there. And then from there, that's when I post because it is a fan-based uh, competition right now. So when it opens up, you look at my competitor's video and my three-minute video, and you make the choice on who you want to vote for. Okay. And that'll all be on my social media. Okay, okay. Dope, dope, dope. So great segue. We all have several things in common, but one of them is our affiliation to Ice Squad. So, smooth. How'd you get down with Ice Squad and how has that journey been like? Um, yo, I was asked by the CEO Pop to spin when they went to do prison ministry, prison functions. I did that like two times, and then he, you know, he asked, he said, Hey, you know, do you want to be down with it? You know, I said, Hey man, you know, you guys are standing for great things. That's how I went. So I was invited, was doing a few prison ministry um, offerings, was spinning behind the walls and really enjoyed that. That really touched me deeply in my soul. And um, so it was from there, um, he asked me and stories still being written as far as my affiliation and coordination with ICE. Mm-hmm. Now, to you, Smoke, how did you get down with Ice Squad and how has that journey been? <laughs> um, I got down with Ice Squad through the CEO of the company. Um, me and him are active members together of the Circle of Brotherhood, which is the um, organization that DJ Smooth speaks about. And um, I was just, you know, uh, doing motivational speaking and hyping our guys up and motivating them to, to go out and do the events and when they come to the meeting offer you know words of encouragement and so he stepped to me one day and um <clears throat> he was like I heard you DJ and I was like yeah he was like I'm gonna check you out one time I said all right yeah so I ain't think nothing of it and um he messed around and he was at an event 
that I was doing for the Circle of Brotherhood as a DJ, he was like, yeah, give me a call. I got an opportunity for you. And I was like, all right, cool. So I gave him a call and <clears throat> he brought me in. And from now, man, I've been, I've been climbing, man. I, I went from DJ to hype man to artist. I'm, I'm about to add producer to my resume. So, yeah, you know, it's been an excellent, wonderful adventure, man. I've been learning left and right, you know, the do's and don'ts. Um, I haven't I haven't been with a record label since I was with e EKG my senior year of high school. So, you know, um, I already knew how to handle the record label um, business and dealing with the pressures and stuff like that. So I kind of came in and it, it's been wonderful for me, you know. As the group may say, you know, I'm 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 the blind man that see it all. So, you know, that's what I've been doing. I've been seeing it all, feeling my way through, and doing what I do. Mm -hmm. Literally, you are that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Definitely, man. Shout out to Anthony Durden. Checking us out. What's going on? That's one of our brothers from the circle, man. What's going on, Dirk? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Dirk, man. He's doing some big things. He he put me in a few couple of big spots too, you know. Um, that's another that's another that's another brother, man, who who I owe a lot of credit to because actually I think he was the one who told Pop that I was the DJ. Mm -hmm. He was the one who said, Man, you know, he's a he's a DJ. He a damn good DJ too. So Shout out to Anthony Durton, man. I thank you for making that connection for me, bro. It's been nothing but the best. Yeah, it's funny how word of mouth, because even how I met Pop was at the prison, where yeah. some of the inmates and some of the men who would go to the prison to go and serve and minister were telling Pop about this guy, Blaze, who raps and speaks or whatever. So. It's funny, man. Right timing, right, right space, right people. Yeah, you know, like right connections. And even me and Smooth, I've known Smooth years yeah. prior to all of this. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> so, that's another. That was another iteration of my hip hop journey. Mm hmm. Yeah, man. It's 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 all part of music, right? Like. As we're teaching, <laughs> right? Yo, that's how I got into it. I was making my own, you know, tracks to to this workout, and it was just hip hop moves, and it just took off. I was just like, "Yo, this is like too easy," you know. Then the rest of the world commercialized it and all that, but yeah. you know, it, it's like I said, man, hip hop is is in the underbelly of everything that I've done, mm. you know, professionally and successfully. It, it's always somewhere a major theme and then you know what i've done and that's how we met that's how you know boys you and i met yeah. was because i was just going through you know getting some professional training you know to go do what i do you know with this hip-hop thing in the fitness world and i met you you know yeah. what I'm saying? and that's why I mean, we didn't run into each other for a long time know, seven seven eight years or something like that mm -hmm. and here we are Full circle because I was an artist first, long time ago, and then when I met you, I had stopped. I was like, oh, like I'm done with the music, eh. and then when I came back, 
like you know we meet again yeah. so full circle we have another question in the chat i don't know whoever wants to answer this any of you is there a circle of sisterhood <laughs> yo well, that actually, is my there, wife there. right there yo so y'all better actually, watch out yo yo watch actually, out you answer this you know what i mean but <laughs> actually actually there is there is a circle of sisterhood um the young lady who is in charge her name is valencia gunder um you can check her out on facebook uh, valencia gunder don't ask me how to spell it because i'm not good at spelling people names <laughs> and you'll be around here looking for, for felicia messing with me so her name is valencia Gar G gunder i know how to spell her last name g-u-n-d-e-r got one of my favorite words in it so g-u-n-d-e-r gunder <laughs> and um what's your favorite word der huh it got one of my favorite words in there i know i know it's a mess with you <laughs> one of my favorite words but um yeah uh-huh all right, so we're going to close this out. But before we do, being centered, being focused, having that foundation is important because life happens. It could be a pandemic. It could be unemployment. It could be death of a loved one. It, it, it could be so much. And we are under attack not to get too deep and too spiritual but we're under attack there's so many attacks there are so many challenges and tests in this journey of life so each of you speak on what keeps you grounded what what is your foundation based upon what gets you through those hard times mm. um, for me um you know my faith my faith and family, you know, my faith and family, um, you know, depending on God, looking at things and looking at them through a spiritual lens as well as a physical lens. You know, I definitely try to look at them both, you know, look at maybe what God is trying to do and maybe what's actually happening. You know, there's, there, those sometimes are two different things. Sometimes they the same thing. And sometimes, you know, when you look at things like that, when I look at things like that, it allows me to learn a little bit deeper. So like this pandemic, while it is a total shift in people's lives on every level, mm -hmm. maybe we needed this shift. Maybe this is the only way that we can actually be comfortable with meeting like we meet in right now, virtually with three boxes on the screen and actually be tuned in and enjoying it. Maybe this was the only way we was going to get to do this. Because the next level of, you know, interaction required us to be comfortable with this. So I look at things from a God standpoint, spiritual, as well as in my family, how my family was, you know, affected as well. So um, that's how that for me is what works is looking at the both both ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And smoke the how about you, man? <laughs> well, what keeps me grounded is the fact that I have a bigger reason for why I'm doing it other than just myself. Um, 
I have a I have a party entertainment company right now, um, called Father and Sons Entertainment, and it's me and my three sons, and you know my oldest son he DJs, and my other two sons, they're more like you know the hype men, and then when it comes to doing some other type of work, you know like tables, chairs, bounce houses, and stuff like that, that's where they come in at. So I have a bigger reason for just doing it for myself. I do it for my children. And um, I want to be able to pass this along to my children and they be able to carry it on, hopefully, for many more generations to come. Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. and my starbirds keep me grounded, too. Sky. <laughs> tropical. Remember, it's tropical. With the flamingo, and hopefully, you can wear tens for my New York right <laughs> shorts, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know that's how we do. <laughs> oh man, I want to say thank you, brother, so much for taking time out of your schedules. Uh, I know we all have so many things going on. We got families, we have careers, we have different talents that we that we're juggling, and um, this is never in vain, man. This right here is again a platform. Not for me to show my face on camera every Tuesday, even though I don't mind showing my face on camera every Tuesday. But it's not about that. The purpose is to impact lives. The purpose is to give someone inspiration, to give someone direction, to give someone reminders to keep going, to, to not quit, to make time for their family, to stay grounded, to pursue their passions, to walk in their purpose. So. I want to thank you brothers again for taking time to be part of that. In closing, how can the audience reach you? How can they get in contact with you? How can they book you? How can they check out future events? For this is live on YouTube and the audio of this episode 54 tomorrow will be available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and so on. And we are streaming in over 12 countries. So start of people out there how can they get in contact with you how can they book you all that good stuff all right i'll go djsmooth.net you that's where you find that's where my landing page you will find me you can go to all my social media but djsmooth.net so that's dj s-m-o-o-v as in victory e.net that's where you my landing page it looks really nice. Got some nice background music if you want it on there. You know, some stuff that I... It does doing. look really nice. Yes. It, you know, that's my landing page. And, um, you know, you, you contact me through however you want. You know, email, phone call. Uh, you, you'll find it all there. You can look at my resume, see what the things, the craziest things that I've done and, you know, the, the, the great things I've done. And, you know, you'll find it all right there. Mm -hmm. Simple enough. And for you, Mr. Smoke. Well, um, you can find me on Facebook at um, DJ Smoke Dog if you want to keep up with my events and everything like that. Um, IG is Super Celeb underscore Smoke 305. Um, for those that can't see the video, can you spell that for them? Yeah, no problem. Um, it's S U P A 
C-E-L-E-B underscore S-M-O-K-E 305. Or you can reach me, or you can probably reach me directly on my business line, 772-828-8919. There you have it. And collectively, we are also part of another movement, Ice Squad. And you can check out Ice Squad at Ice, Ice I-C-E, Squad, E-N-T, short for entertainment, IceSquadENT.com. And that gives you information about all of us, about all the members of Ice Squad. It has upcoming uh, events and shows that we have going on. We're also on Instagram at IceSquadENT, the number one. And we have a second Instagram page at Ice Squad Rap, R-A-P. And check out the movement, man. We are not just a conscious group, but we are divinely connected with God's purpose. And we, we are walking in three core principles. We represent three core principles. And that's the ICE, I-C-E. I is for integrity. C is for mm-hmm. character. E is for excellence. So the work that we do, whether you see smooth wearing an ice squad shirt or not, whether you see smoke DJing at a church or in a club, it doesn't matter. Our life, what we represent is integrity, character, excellence. So yes, this is a message to the kids, to our youth, that you don't have to change. You don't have to be someone who you're not. You don't have to follow the crowd and all the toxicity that you see out there you can actually be yourself. There is a lane for you, all right, to display peace, to display integrity, to display love. So find you, all right, learn about yourself, find your purpose, your God-given purpose, and walk in it. Damn it. Jeez, straight like that. Again, big hand clap. Before we go, quickly, any gems that y'all brothers feel the need to share? Anything else? The last words that you want to share to the audience. I will just say that um, everyone, it takes a lot of work to be unique. So let's enjoy the journey since it's going to be work that we have to do anyway. So let's enjoy the journey. Let's enjoy the moments that we fail, the moments that we succeed. Let's enjoy the moment and not always be looking to the future, tomorrow. I got to get this next week or like, let's enjoy the day. And I'm speaking to myself because I'm really focusing on this mindfulness thing right now. Mm -hmm. Let's enjoy the journey today. Mm hmm. Indeed. Before smoke goes, <clears throat> quick reminder, if you're watching this on YouTube, like this video, like this episode, episode 54, and subscribe to the Blaze the Lion podcast. We do this every Tuesday night live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. So smoke dog, any final words? Um, all I want to say is just keep working, be you, and everything else will fall in place. Mm. Mm. 
There you have it. Be yourself. Guess what? Can't nobody be better. <clears throat> Can't nobody be a better you than you. you. So stop trying to be like everybody else. Be you. Let the world know who you are. There's power in that. Indeed, indeed. This here was episode 54 of the Blaze the Lion podcast. You can watch the replays on YouTube. We have streaming available on most major audio platforms, streaming platforms. And we got 53 other episodes. So you can check out the replays on YouTube, on iSquad TV, on Facebook, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify, all that. Every month is a different theme. This entire month of January, we got nothing but DJs. So next week, we have another DJ. The week after that, we have another DJ. And the final Tuesday of January, we have an all-star, all-female DJ panel. So you don't want to miss that. That is going to be something special. Stay tuned for the other upcoming themes. Next month, we have power couples. We have book authors, athletes, and much more. So thank you all for being here on this journey. This was the Blaze the Lion podcast. I feel like Smooth should do something to kind of, yeah, take us out. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Yo, why do you think I was ready for that? I wasn't ready for like a part two, man. (laughs) Now I'm getting spoiled, you know. I'm telling you. This was the Blaze Alarm Podcast. Peace and love.